Okay, good morning. May nakahanda ng ating mesa. So, sinong gutom na? Ready na sa almusan, no? Bongga. Pero ang papag-usapan natin ngayon is about the table. Hindi lang yung physical table na dito, but the table na hinahanda ng Diyos para sa ating lahat. Did you know that God has prepared a table for you? And I want to share with you today a story from the book of Second Samuel. And a little background over in chapter 9. Yung story begins na ang bansang Israel may hari na si King Saul. Siya yung matangkad, powerful. At, at first, sumusunod siya sa mga utos ng Diyos. But then he became rebellious. Hindi siya nag-obey. Hindi siya nagtatrust kay God. Kaya sabi ng Diyos sa kanya, I'm gonna take away the throne from you, from you and your family. Hindi yung anak mo ang magiging susunod na hari. Meron akong pinili ng iba na si David. And yung puso ni David is following after me. He has a heart like mine. Kaya ang nangyari is the prophet Samuel, bata pa lang inanoint niya si David bilang susunod na hari. Now David was a humble servant of God, a shepherd, a songwriter, a giant killer. You know the stories of David no? and Goliath. And David, imbis na nag-grinab yung throne kaagad, he waited for God's timing. He inaantay niya na ang Diyos na magpo-promote sa akin. And all the while na nagsisilbi siya sa Haring Saul. Kahit si Saul, wala nang anointing. Hindi na sumusunod sa Diyos. He's a bad leader. He's not trustworthy. But David still submitted to the leadership of God's King. And then yung anak ni Saul, si Jonathan, naging best friend ni David. Imagine yung dapat maging prinsipe, siya pa ang naging best friend ni David. Because Jonathan had a different spirit. Hindi siya katulad ng kanyang tatay. And then, the, the day goes on, uh, Jonathan actually had also a son, baby pa. Ang pangalan niya si Mephibosheth. Could you say Mephibosheth? Mephibosheth. Yeah, not my favorite chef. Mephibosheth. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Mephibosheth was doon sa kanilang palace, the time na may digmaan ang bansang Israel, they were fighting their enemies, the Philistines. And all in one day, the unthinkable happened. Namatay si King Saul, sabay namatay din yung kanyang anak na si Jonathan. And in the panic, kasi alam ng mga tao noon, pag namatay ang hari, yung susunod na, yung, yung magiging hari, papatayin niya ang lahat ng relatives ng hari. Just to be sure na walang gaganti or walang kukunin na yung position niya. That was common practice. So yung nurse, yung yaya ni Mephibosheth, five years old lang si Mephibosheth noon, in the panic, pinaprotektahan niya sana si Mephibosheth because they know that Mephibosheth will be on the death list bilang kasunod sa, sa hari, pagiging hari. Ibinuhat niya si Mephibosheth, tumakbo siya, and I won't kukung nadapa or what, but she dropped Mephibosheth. And he was injured and naging napilay siya. Both legs. Pilay siya. He was paralyzed for the rest of his life. 
And we pick up the story in Second Samuel chapter 9, over here in verse 1. Many years later, see David na ang nagahari sa bansang Israel, and God is blessing him. God is expanding his kingdom. And one day, David asked, Is there anyone left of Saul's family that I can show kindness to? Now, you should circle that word, kindness. Because the Hebrew word, hesed, is a very powerful word. It could translate as grace, but many more things. It's actually a compound word, loving kindness, covenant loyalty. And David said, is there anyone left of Saul's family that I can show kindness to, not for the sake of Saul, but for the sake of Jonathan? You see, Jonathan, you know, anak ni Saul, and David, may kasunduan sila. They had a blood compact, vowed to protect each other. They, they, they love each other like a brother. They had an agreement. Even though namatay na si Jonathan, nag-iisip na si David, baka may anak, baka may pinsan, baka may, may best friend si Jonathan. And because of my covenant, because of my agreement and my loyalty to Jonathan, I want to find somebody I can show kindness to, to remember my covenant partner, Jonathan. Well, there was a servant from Saul's family named Ziba. <laughs> and he answered, there is still one of Jonathan's sons, yeah, but he's crippled. Pilayan, patapon na batayan. Alam mo, today in our society today, we still give honor and dignity sa mga persons with disabilities. Diba? May mga wheelchair ramp and, you know, may special... Uh, pilas, uh, grocery, you know, and, and we give a seat to the... But in those days, hindi. Pag pilay ka, patay ka. Parang wala ka ng future, wala ka ng ba- buhay, hindi maganda, wala silang wheelchair ramp, you know, walang, walang special privileges, walang discounts, wala, wala. Patapon ka. And so, th- he said, Ziba said to David, yeah, we have one son of Jonathan, but he, never mind him. He's no threat to you. He's crippled. Pilayan. But King David sent for him. King David sent for him. And when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan and grandson of Saul, arrived, he bowed down before David in respect. Takot na takot to. Kasi hindi niya alam kung ano mangyari sa kanya. He doesn't know David personally. He only, hear, he only heard about David. Mostly, yung mga naririnig niya galing sa mga kaaway ni David. So I'm sure David was misrepresented to Mephibosheth. Bad gayan, swapang, corrupt, violent. He hates you. He's trying to kill you. Nahanap kanya, manhunt ito. So, siyempre, kinakaba na si Mephibosheth nung pumunta siya, lumuhod siya. Sabi niya, okay, I'm here. At your service, sir. Don't. And David said to him, don't be afraid. I will be kind. Again, chesed, the Hebrew word. I will give loving kindness to you for the sake of your father, Jonathan. Number one, I'll be kind. I'll give loving kindness to you for the covenant's sake. Number two, I will give you back 
all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul. Now, who was his grandfather? The king. We're not talking a small garden. All of the land, harito, ibabalik ko sa'yo ang lahat ng land that was your grandfather's. And you, this is the best part, you will always be welcome at my table. <laughs> Kaninong table to? Hiring David. And Mephibosheth bowed again and said, I am no better than a dead dog, sir. Why should you be so good to me? But I love this. Mephibosheth was welcomed to the table of a king. My friends, you are welcomed to God's table. You are welcomed anytime to the table. Now, when you say table, no culture nila, ngayon table doesn't mean much. You know, because we use tables for so many things. Desk table, computer table, majong table, you know, maraming gamit ng table ngayon. You know, coffee table, whatever, decoration. But nung sinauna, pag table, malaking bagay yun. It was a big deal to sit with someone at a table. In that culture, that's where deals were struck up. That's where relationships were established. Having a meal. When you eat with someone, malaking bagay yan. Ibig sabihin, I agreed with you. Nakikipag covenant na ako sayo. That's where, you know, associates would become business partners. And they would confirm their usapan at the table. You know, that's where you get this term, bring your cards out on the table. You know, put everything on the table. Because deals were struck out. Even today, somehow, meron din tayong special tables, di ba? Family gatherings, di ba? Halika, nakahanda ng mesa. Tawagan mo ang mga kapitbahay. Notcha buena tayo, you know. It's, it's a, something very special. The, we don't have so common as noon yung mga covenants, but the closest thing is marriage covenant. Long table. <laughs> right? It's a long table. Long table. Sinong nakahanda, sinong nakahanda ng long table nila, no? And, and so in this story, we, friends, you and me, we are like Mephibosheth. Bakit tayo like Mephibosheth? Because maybe hindi physically broken. Maybe we're not crippled, you know, pilay na physically. But spiritually, we are all nothing. Unable, incapable of walking upright. We're not capable of doing anything or going anywhere without God's help. And yung ating condition bilang Mephibosheth, crippled, it makes you, minsan you just feel unworthy, inadequate. And you know, matagal na nag-camp out, nagtago si Mephibosheth, matagal siya doon sa pinakamalayong lugar sa bansang Israel, right outside of Israel, a place called, the, the city was called Lodebar. Pangalan pa lang, parang mababa, no? 
Lodiba, how low can you go? <laughs> and you know, in the Bible, names have meanings. And you know, Lodibar literally means the place of no pastures. Walang damo, well, nothingness. Because nothing grows there. It's an agricultural society. Pag walang pasture, mahirap sila doon. Walang makakain, mahirap, walang, walang economy, mahirap. And so, that's where Mephibosheth was. And somehow, that's our spiritual dwelling place also. The place of no pasture, no fruitfulness, nothingness. You can do nothing separated from me, sabini Jesus. And then, biglang dumating ng katok sa pintuan ni Mephibosheth. Tak, 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 tak. Sino yan? Naku! Mga taga-palasyo, mga guards. Takbo! Tago! Eh, huli na. So, siguro, ito na. Akala ni Mephibosheth, ito na, huli ang lahat. This is what I've been waiting for. It was a matter of time. David would get me. David is he's finally going to kill me. Or maybe, kung magpapakawawa ako, luluhod ako sa harapin niya, maybe he'll just make me a slave. I'll just be... I'll just try to make him feel sorry for me. So imagine they, they took Mephibosheth and brought him to the king. Of course, he thinks his life is over now. Because all his life, he grew up hearing the reports, the false reports about David the king, who actually was kind and compassionate, but that's not what he thinks. Ang pagkaalam ni Mephibosheth, David is angry at me. He wants to kill me. Dahil sa kanya, namatay yung lolo ko. Dahil sa kanya, siya ang pinatay ng aking tatay. Dahil sa kanya, pilay ako. Dahil sa kanya, dito ako, stuck in Lodibar. Wala akong pag-asa, wala akong future. Dahil kay David. Siguro galit na galit siya kay David. Pero siyempre si David ang may kapangyarihan. Wala siya magawa except... And you know, have you ever had a Mephibosheth moment? Has your life ever been in that position where you just don't know who to blame? You know, you know, God has the power, but kumari lang gusto mo siyang si God because he let your auntie die. Because mga pagsubok ng binigay niya sa... Have you ever had this feeling that somebody, probably God, is out to get me? Galit siya sa akin because I've not been good. He wants to papahirapin niya ako. And you know what? These are false reports. The people that do not love to accept Jesus or follow God, it's simply because they don't know that He's altogether lovely. They got a wrong impression. Yung pagka-present ng Diyos sa kanila is distorted, inaccurate, hindi totoo. Mabait ang Diyos. Hindi galit siya sa'yo. In fact, He's passionately, persistently, pursuing you. Si David ang naghanap kay Mephibosheth. Si David ang nagtawag sa kanya. And just like David was misunderstood, sometimes God is also misunderstood by, by we've misunderstood Him. 
And today I want to align our minds with the truth. God is a good God. He is seeking after you. He remembers you. He remembers his covenant with his son Jesus. And because of that covenant with Jesus, he's looking for you. This is all about a covenant. King David represents the Father God. And Jonathan, who was the best friend of David, they had the, 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 a covenant together. Even though, maskina, see Jonathan, galing sa family tree, need Saul, who represents the world, who represents all that is sinful and evil. Galing see Jonathan doon, just like Jesus Christ came also from the human race. He went into our human race. Galing siya sa flesh and blood din. But with a different spirit. No sin. So Jonathan represents Jesus Christ. Who had a perfect love covenant with the Father. Who's represented by David. And tayo, we're like Mephibosheth. We're also from that line. Pilai. You know, kawawa, unworthy, sinful, nanatili sa lodi bar. But because of Jesus' sake, God does not consider your performance. He does not consider your worthiness. He just wants to restore the relationship with you. And kagaya ng sinabi ni David kay Mephibosheth, I'm gonna do good to you. I'm gonna restore you. I will welcome you lagi. Sa aking table. And this table, grabe no? There's so much symbolism in this table. There's food and wine and drink and flowers and abundance and fruitfulness. There's fellowship at the table. There's agreement. There's unity. There's joy. Ang daming meron sa table ni God. Could you just imagine if you spent one meal in heaven right now? Just what, let's have a dinner date in heaven. Can you imagine God welcome you in heaven? What kind of food kaya na meron doon? Do you think masarap magluto ang mga angels? Yeah, may angel food cake, you know, ice cream, everything, you know, diba? Iba iba. But I want to just give you a few things. This is a short version, but number one is that God is inviting you. Ngayong umaga nito, Sunday, August, whatever, 2017. God is inviting you, write it down, inviting you to take your place. Your place. It's not, well, may extra. Sige, kaya na, may extra, may leftovers. No, no. This was inahanda ng Diyos ng table nito for you. He's inviting you to take your place at His table. He didn't buy for you to take out fast food. Support and give you. No, God is not throwing you some handouts. He is welcoming you more than just the food. It's the experience. It's not just, of course, and doon sa table, there is protection. Mesa ng hari, palacio, there is protection. You're under guard. But there's also provision, overflowing provision. And then there's also the, the promise. That you welcome here anytime. And so God is ready for you. 
It's a real relationship. He's initiating. He, God has invested in you. Romans 8.32, if God did not hold back, he did not withhold his only son, but invested him. He gave him up for us all. How much more, together with Jesus, kasama kay Jesus, will he not also give us everything else? You know, God is very invested in this relationship. And he's including you. God includes you. You know, you are welcomed at the table because God is inviting you. I love Isaiah 55, verse 1 to 7. Hindi ko babasain lahat, pero andito na yung invitation. This is a prophecy that whoever is thirsty, come to the water. Now, Jesus is the water of life. Okay, Come to the water. Whoever has no money, in case you think you're going to pay for it, sabi niya, kung sino nandiyan na walang pera, he can come. He can buy and eat. Imagine you go to the store and they say, yeah, yeah, I'm expecting you. Your father uh, told me you will come buy some food here. And then you do this, you know, wala akong They say, no, 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 your money is no good here. Maski wala kang pera, you can buy anything. Anong gusto mo dyan? Dilata, you know, what you want to buy, soft drinks, you can buy everything you want. He says, come, even you have no money, come and buy and eat wine and milk. Of course, this represents joy. Milk represents nourishment. You don't have to pay, it's free. Eat what is good. Enjoy the best foods. Open your ears and come to me and listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant, a promise to you. What, what is that? The blessing, the covenant I promised David. And then in Psalms chapter 23, you, you may have heard this one. The Lord is my shepherd. I will lack nothing. He lets me lie down in the green pastures. That's the opposite of Lodibar. No pasture. But he lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still calm waters. He restores my soul. My cup overflows. It goes on. Then over here in verse 5, it says, You, oh God, you prepare a table for me. But get this. In, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And my cup overflows. You know, you may think, well, I don't have any enemies. Yes, you do. The devil palang is your enemy. Temptation is an enemy. Sin is an enemy. The attack of the devil against you to steal and kill and destroy your life and your future, your hope, your family, your joy. Definitely we have an enemy. But guess what? God prepares a table for you. Sakalagitnaan. Jan ng iyong enemy. Don't think, well, I'm being attacked, so I must be a bad Christian. Uh-uh. Even in the middle of your most, yung pinakatinding spiritual battles, you're battling uh, suicide, lust, temptation to steal, lie, cheat. You're battling depression, anxieties, you know, uh, 
selfishness, pride, whatever, right in the middle of your battle, the enemies all around you. But God has a table for you in the presence of your enemies. And now the table is not for your enemies. It's for you in the presence of your enemies. Oh, I wish I had more time. But in the old days when there's a, a, a battle won, the victory, they had a victory meal. After the battle. Siyempre, after fighting, gutom kay. Now, the losers, the enemies, will be chained. Nakatali sila. Siyempre, dumutugo, pagod, gutom, everything. And the, the, the victors, yung nanalo, they will force the enemies to just stand there and watch while we eat. That's what it means, that God will prepare a table for you. Habang nananood ang iyong mga kaaway. You know, and you just pour out a glass of wine or some coffee, some water. And just... Want some? Too bad. You know? Gutom ka na? Your problem. You know, and, 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 and just imagine, I want you to start thinking of this. When you are under attack, when you have enemies pressing against you, you know, life is hard and, and there's things. Don't focus on your enemies. Focus on the table. Because you have a table set for you in the presence of your enemies. Imagine your enemies just jealous of you. That's why you have so much attack. Because God loves you. Because he was under attack for about five or six days with, with tummy ache, you know, and... Seven days na bukas and so many, so many, you know, masakit talagang. Sabi ko, wow, naawa ko eh. He's, he's really struggling. And I said to him, son, God loves you so much. You know, sometimes the devil lies to people. Masakit ka kasi God hates you. Kaya binigay sa'yo ng tong sakit ito para malaksyonan ko. Para maturo. God, God doesn't give sickness to his children. Sino sa inyo mga parents, you will, okay, I'm going to teach my kid a lesson. Gagawisho, I'm going to put some poison and make him sick. No parents will do that to teach their children. God does not make you sick. But there's an attack. And I said, Zion, Zion, God loves you so much. And the devil is jealous. Because you're loved so much. That's why he wants to attack you. Because he's a sore loser. But just focus on the table. I want you, when you are under attack, when you have enemies all around, just imagine the enemies are under your foot, watching you enjoy the presence of God, the table of God. You still have food. Yeah, there's a time of pain. There's a, there's a, a sacrifice, a suffering. There's, you have to persevere. There's times when you don't feel good. But still, you can eat. At the table of God. Still you have access to the presence of God. Still you're forgiven. And like what uh, Walter said a few weeks ago. Kahit ano mangyari, you still go to heaven. Ligtas ka pa rin. So you need to understand God is inviting you to the table. Alright, really quickly. Number two. <laughs> Only already number two. Alright, number two is you cannot get to the table by yourself. Friends, you got to have someone to help you. Mephibosheth could not walk... To Jerusalem, uh, to, to the city of David and go to the table. 
They had to pick him up. Physically. Wala yung motorized scooters. They had, binuhat nila si Mephibosheth and they had to bring him to the table. Mephibosheth could not walk. And you and I cannot walk by ourselves. We cannot go to the table. We cannot get to a palace. We cannot go to a king by ourselves. We are all sin. You know, Romans 3.23, all have sinned, fall short of the glorious standard of God. But God in his grace, say grace, freely makes us right in his sight through Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. And you ha- you got to have Jesus. Seventy Jesus, John chapter 14, verse 6. No one can come to the Father except through me. You know, the, the Holy Spirit has to draw you, has to carry you. And you know what? People cannot go to God. You did not come to God by yourself. I want Right now, I want you to think about sino nakatulong sa'yo? Who invited you? Who shared with you? Who prayed with you when you received Christ? Who put you into the water when you were baptized? Who, uh, you know, fellowshiped with you to let you feel the love of God coming to you? Who brought you, guided you to an encounter with Jesus? You can't come to the table alone. Right? Be thankful for those who invited you. Be thankful for those who picked you up. It says over in uh, Psalms chapter 40, you know, he picked me up from the dirty, muddy clay and he put my feet on a solid rock and made my feet sure. So we need people. Of course, we need Jesus, our great intercessor. And number three is this. God, God's grace. Again, say it, grace. grace. God's grace gives us a seat at the table. You know, yung puesto na yan, yung puesto mo na hinahanda ng Diyos sa'yo. Grace yan, it's a gift. You didn't buy a ticket for it. You didn't earn a place at, at the table. You can't, you can't, uh, you know, merit your position there God's grace gives you a seat at the table and it's God's grace that keeps us at the table you got into Christ by grace and stop trying to stay in Christ by your own effort it's still by grace you know David did not ask hindi tinanong ni David is there anyone from the family of Saul that is worthy is there anyone worthy is there anyone in the family of Saul still alive who is loyal to me? Who is a potential ally? Who is a good servant, a good worker? He just said, is there anyone from Saul's family? Period. Oh, for God so loved the whole world that he gave his son. Whoever believes will not perish. <laughs> you you don't ha- listen to me it's by grace you get on that table you don't have to get yourself clean first nung bata pa kami hindi pwedeng basta-basta pumasok sa kusina and, and sit down you know marumi kami we have mud fights and we, we're so dirty baho you know my mother would say you should clean up first go wash your hands go change your shirt then come to eat di ba ganun? okay but with God his table 
already has a built-in cleansing effect on you. You don't have to clean yourself first and then come to the table. Coming to, it's like saying, get yourself warm first before you come to the fire. You know, it, you cannot. It's like saying, cool, you know, make yourself cool before you go inside the aircon. You cannot do that. It's coming to the table that makes us change. It's by grace we have a, way, a place of grace. It's by grace that we can stay there. So friends, kahit saan ka, kahit anong walk mo sa buhay, whatever is your lifestyle, you can come to the table by grace. By grace. Sabi ni David in 2 Samuel 9 verse 7, Don't be afraid. I will surely show kindness for the sake of your father. See, it's for the sake of Jesus that you have a place at the table. It's not because you're good. It's because Jesus is good. Is that clear? It's by grace. It's a gift. You know, Mephibosheth was brought to the table. It has nothing to do with his qualifications. Imagine, kung binuhan nila si Mephibosheth, okay, dito ka na sa table. And what if Mephibosheth said, ayan, jackpot. Pero now, I should get up and serve. Kung yung weakness niya doon sa Lodi Bar, his human weakness is still the same at the table. Are, are you hearing? Listen to me. This is so important. When you got saved by receiving Jesus, kung yung weakness ng flesh mo, that, that, that flesh, that human effort is still the same weakness. You didn't suddenly become so holy and spiritual in your flesh. It's in your spirit that you have been a new creation. So that, that's why we live in our spirit. Live by the spirit, not by the physical. Okay, friends, it doesn't make sense. Now, okay, Christian ako. Kaya God will accept me because you are still nananatili ka sa table na yan. You're still qualified at the table only because of grace. Kaya yung, yung awit, di ba? It was grace that brought me safe thus far. And grace will lead me home. You get it? You got into Christ by grace. You stay in Christ also the same way, by grace. Imagine, hindi sinabi ni David kay Mephibosheth, okay, yan sa table ka na, but after this one meal, you need to serve. Do you remember that the name of the servant starts with a Z? Ziba. Listen, take notice. David spoke not one single word to Ziba of grace. David never gave a word of grace to Ziba. David never gave a command to Mephibosheth. And this is the difference. So many people today want to take on the servant mentality. Well, I'll serve God. I'll earn his favor. I'll earn his love. No, don't be a servant. Be a son. Did you know at the end of this story, it says that and Mephibosheth stayed in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table. That was to, uh, chapter 9, verse 13. Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate 
at the king's table. And he was lame in both feet. And he was lame in both feet. Imagine, he was at the table and he was lame in both feet. Listen, bucket. Why does it say he ate always at the king's table and he was lame? Diba, nung panahon eh, pag lame ka, kakahiya yan. Para halatang halata, wala kang power, wala kang magagawa. You're not honored. You're dishonored. It's a shame. Imagine, this is the table of a king. And andun yung king with all the power. See, David, he's a musician. He's talented. He has all the girls. He has all the money, everything. And then, sino yung mga kasama nila? It's a table. Yung Tamar, yung babae, yung anak ni David na babae na maganda, social, you know, classy. And then comes Abner, who's a builder, and he's talented. And then Absalom, who's very charismatic, long hair. And then comes Solomon. He's the wisest man that was ever going to... And then all of a sudden, they carry this, you know, disabled. But guess what? When he sits at the table, like I'm sitting at the table now, crippled legs are shameful. Crippled legs shows that you can't do anything. Can you see my legs right now? Because at the table, the table covers your shame. The table covers your embarrassment, your weakness. You hindi mokaya, the table covers you. You're sitting there like a king, like one of the sons. Kasama mo mga big time. And the last thing I want to share to you is that number four, you have a confirmed reservation always at the table. 24-7 confirm ang, revela- ang, ang reservation mo. And uh, Jesus said in Revelations 3.20, if anyone will open the door, I will come in and dine with him. I'll come in and eat together with him. By the way, just real quick, before we finish, what does it look like? I'm talking about symbolic, you know, figurative. Pag sinabi ko, come to the table, you might go home thinking, wow, ganda ng message, pero what does that mean? What does it, what does it look like in your life? Pag ikaw ay nakaupo sa table, ikaw ay nagkumakain. Well, number one is you have, you, you, you can pray. At the table. You can talk to God, your father. And you can listen to him talk to you. At the table, there's conversation. You can talk to God. That's one of the benefits of the being at the table. Anytime, 24-7, you have a confirmed reservation. Meron kang unrestricted access na pwede makipag-usap kay Lord. And, you know, there's also the special... Siyempre, yung table is breakfast, lunch, dinner, merienda one, merienda two, merienda three. Alam ko, alam ko na yung sa bahay, ganun yun. And there's one special table setting that we call praise and prayer every Tuesday. The table is set again on soaking once a month. The table is set every Sundays. You know, you can come to the table because in those moments of worship, you can talk to God and listen to Him. Another one is at the table, you can read the Bible and talk about it 
Ang tawag nito, spiritual food. And I hope matakaw ka sa salita ng Diyos. I hope hindi ka lang matakaw, pero mapagbigay din. You can share it with other people. You can post it. You can discuss. Alam mo, minsan, and the third one, and this will help the first and second one, the third one is you involve in a cell group. Because minsan, sasabihin mo na, well, I, I know I can pray to God, but I'm not praying. I know I can read the Bible. I know that's good, but I'm not doing it. I don't know how. Hindi ko feel, hindi ko motivated. You know what? But in cell group, people will help you understand the Word of God. People will help you pray. Pray for you. They will speak your name to the King. And you will, so it will help you if you're in a cell group. Doon, pinapag-usapan kung ano yung diniscuss dito. Alam mo, hindi ito yung spiritual diet mo. Itong ginagawa natin every Sunday. Ang tawag nito, pag one person lang nagsasalita, anong tawag doon? Monologue. Monologue. Kasi ako lang nagsasalita eh. But the monologue on Sunday is supposed to lead you to a dialogue in your cell group. You need both. So we go to cell group where people will pray for me, encourage me, speak life. And help me read and understand the Bible. And finally, you can be involved in Pepsol. Dumaan ka sa ating training. The Pepsol Academy is where you'll be trained. Because God has a call on your life. Mayroong katawagan ng Diyos for you. That hindi ko kayang gawin. Ikaw lang ang magagawa nun. And you need to be trained and mentored. We call it discipleship. Which is the process na pinapaayos ng... Anong paayosin ang buhay? Paayosan. And we're going to get our... Wrong things corrected. We're going to get our wrong walk straight. And that's discipleship. You can't do this alone. Alam mo tong pepso, tong mga trainings na ginagawa, this is not for us. This is for you. So involve in cell group. Involve in, go to pre-encounter. Be in the encounter. Because there's a calling of God for you. And God wants to use you to influence other people. Maybe your co-workers, your friends, your family. Na ikaw lang ang may influence doon. Ikaw lang ang pwede mang impact dyan sa barangay mo, which no one else can do because God called you for that. Ikaw uniquely gifted. Doon sa Pepso, madidiscover yung giftings mo. You will be uh, equipped and trained and prepared to go out, make a difference. You know, it's very urgent. Itong coming to the table. Yes, you're welcome to the table. God is inviting you to the table. What was number two? You can't get to the table by yourself. Your relationship with God is personal, but not private. It will involve other people. It will include people helping you and you helping people. All right? You don't, David did not call Mephibosheth to be at the table. Kakain lang siya mag-isa. There's a family for you. Come to the table because it's a family table. Do you understand? It's not like the bar. Na yung tao doon, yung, yung, akita mo yung sa donut shop, may bar doon na kanyang-kanya. Have you, have you tried to eat at one of those uh, very busy restaurant na wala silang 7-Eleven, di ba? Yung parang dyan lang sa may konting... That's not the table for you. Pang solo yan. This is a dinner table in the house of God with a household of God. It's a family table. 
and we want to be family to you. And it's very urgent because why? It's urgent that you come to the table because that's when you start to catch God's heart for other people. That's when the character of Christ is being formed in you. Alamo, very urgent that we get the character of Christ to be formed in you. Bakit? Para maiwasan ng maraming mistakes. You, if you make mistakes, God can redeem every one of them. But you don't have to make mistakes. You don't have to ruin your life. You don't have to uh, damage your relationships. You don't have to do foolish uh, decisions. You can have your life discipled and save you so much heartache. Do you understand? You can be so much more useful in the kingdom if you urgently form the character of Christ in your life. You need a mentor, a discipler. You need a cell group. And here's another reason why napaka urgent that you come to the table. Because God wants you to carry another chair for somebody else. God wants you to bring an invitation just like it was given to you. Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. Not just ours, but for the sins of the whole world. And there are people in your world. Listen to me. This is the last. There are people in your world that are also spiritually pilai. There are people that you know who are in a spiritual low debar. And they cannot come to the table by themselves. Just like you couldn't. They need someone to carry them here. They need someone to lift them up out of their hopeless situation. God needs to use you to reach other people. But you cannot bring someone to the table if you're not coming to the table yourself. There may be someone in your life right now who's just waiting to get to the table also. And they need you. Somebody, maybe they're praying. Siguro ang prayer nila is, Lord, give me a sign. Give me a sign. If you love me, show me a sign. Alanganin. If you have really a plan for me, a good plan, something better than this, give me a sign. God, I feel like committing suicide. I feel like giving up. I feel like running away. Balik ako sa dating religion ko. Babalik ako. Punta ako abroad. I just want to get away from everything. There are people in your world that are just praying for a sign. You could be that sign. You might be that sign to bring someone to the table of grace. It says the cup is always full. It's never too late. So come to the table today. Come to Him. Come to Jesus. God wants to do good to you. He wants to restore the relationship. It's not just about food. It's the experience of being relationally connected to God himself. He loves you so much. He's waiting for you. Manalangin tayo. Father, thank you that you gave us this invitation. Jackpot. It's amazing that, I mean, who are we? It's like Mephibosheth said, I, I'm nothing, just a dog. Patay na dog pa. 
I, I, I'm not worth anything, but you gave me the invitation and you showed kindness to me for the sake of Jesus. Dahil sa iyong covenant loyalty, dahil sa loving kindness mo towards Jesus, nakikiride on po kami sa iyong love kay Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus, for including me in yourself. Alam the way Jesus includes you, actually in advance, tinanggap kanya in faith. Tinanggap kani Jesus in faith. Hindi ka pa pinapanganak. And in faith, Jesus received you into his heart. So that today, right now in SFCC, you will receive him into your heart in faith. Kaya sumabay sa prayer na ito. Sabi mo, Lord Jesus, itinatanggap kita sa aking puso. Ako'y naniniwala na ikaw namatay para sa aking mga kasalanan. At magmula ngayon, ako'y iyong iyo. Take my life and give me your life. I receive this gift of grace, the salvation, and I want to take a place at the table. God, Father, thank you for the grace. Thank you for the overwhelming abundance. Thank you for the forgiveness, unlimited access, unrestricted. Thank you so much for giving me the invitation. And help us, Lord, right now as we regularly feast at your table. Alam ko, Lord, you put the invitation, you, you readied the table, but it's up to us to feast. So, Lord, help us to get hungrier so that we will feast at your table in your presence, with your people, and then go out and invite other people to come also and take a place of grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.